We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Monday, March 13th, and you know what we do on Monday? It's Mondays with McCool. We bring in James McCool, the co-author with me on the theory of daily fantasy sports. It's a 15-hour audio DFS masterclass. You can pick up a theoryofdfs.com. See that the morning people are in here in the YouTube chat. What does Bart B. Suki sing? Matt Mears, Defect. Give me the thumbs up. Give me the thummy thumbs. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. James, uh, I, I, I've spent I, I spent the past couple of days on on Twitter and in in in, in discords. Uh, it, you, you know one of those things where where like. You're in another community that, like, it, James, you, you know the type of thing where you, you could even, like, even watch, like, the news, and it's like, oh, here's reputable people, and then they talk about something that you know a lot about, and it's like they're completely wrong about it, Yeah, and you're like, oh, now I have to, like, kind of think about, like, all the 95% of other stuff that yeah. I don't know enough about, that, that uh, I have to take that, their stuff with a grain of salt. I was thinking a lot of that about uh, sports betting over the past past couple of days, uh, but but uh, I want to talk about that a little. But uh, but uh, what's going on with you? Uh, well, I am feeling better. Uh, I got slapped with some sort of sickness last week. Um, I was I was bedridden for basically two days, like all of Thursday and half of Friday. I was just completely out of commission, so um, that sucked. Th- losing a Thursday really sucks for me because that's the day that Margaret usually gets to masks out of the house and like 
I just have all day to just get caught up on things. This Thursday, I was supposed to be really setting up a framework for the baseball stuff, and uh, that did not get to happen because I was dying. So uh, I'm feeling better, but um, it was the it was the fantasy hockey world championship yesterday. So nerdy tenor one. Nerdy Tenor won. Yep, congrats, Nerdy Tenor. Dude's a dude's a monster. Um, and Petty Theft won the and uh, the basketball. Petty Theft of, I mean, was anybody else ever really going to win anything? No. Petty, Petty Theft has been. This is uh, is this his best season that he's ever had for NBA? I don't think. No, I don't think so. He has been insane this year. He's been so good, just constantly lucky, as he says it. I, I mean, just really, really good. So. Um, had both championships and those are always exciting. Um, I had plenty of, plenty of Patriot members at, at both. And, um, one member took down eighth in the, uh, fantasy in the basketball one. That was really cool. And, um, Gordy, good Patriot member, uh, did not take down the hockey one, obviously, because nerdy tenor took it down, but it's always fun when you have people out there and, and rooting for them. So wasn't there I, apparently I, a thing in the, the hockey one where, where some 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 dudes got scratched or something in a late game because I, I don't know if people realize that that in these live finals that that even in sports that allow it that they, they don't do late swap. Yeah, uh, the only thing I have to say about that is like a dude got got scratched on the worst team in the league, and like the, I I understand the frustration of like oh yeah you know like late swap you don't have it in in live finals which I don't think most people know that but like if you had him anyway. <laughs> It's like you're kind of screwed anyway. <laughs> like you weren't gonna win with him. So um I, I understand the sentiment there, but I, I can't I can't have much empathy on that. Right, because people because they, they they don't do late swap in live finals for collusion purposes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it, especially especially where most of the people are physically present. Right. It's it's very easy if there was late swap, like it's consider NFL. Mm-hmm. Right, just to, for most most people understand NFL DFS between the one PM and the four PM games, like maybe maybe the three three or four guys or something, you know, you know, stack the one of the one PM games that goes off, and has like they have like two spots left, and so really like four out of the hundred people have a shot at first place, and two out of those four get together and say, uh, instead of us like you're you probably have this. Player A and player B in your lineup. I probably have player A and player D in my lineup. Why don't why don't we why don't we try to block the other two people combined yep. and then share then share the money? Yeah, right. Like th- yep. that type of thing. They they want they want to prevent that type of scenario where, uh, I mean, hey, you can do. I mean, it, it's 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 doable in uh, in normal play, but just much harder to accomplish. Yeah, you're not just like physically there, yeah. Being able to just look at the leaderboard in a hundred person contest and go, Oh, I know exactly how we could completely raise our chances of winning or coming in one, two, and then chopping first and second. Although, although, truthfully, uh, I mean, I'm assuming, I mean, like, like I said, I'm, I'm. I don't get involved in the live finals or anything. Yeah, yeah. I would assume that there are deals that go on. Regardless. There are, there are. I'm, yeah, there are. But, but I mean, that's you know, that's that's to talk for. I could, I could see a situation where that there's, there's only two people 
Like, but it, it's it's a non-collusion based deal of there's like two people that could realistically get it. Yeah. And then they just instead they just decide before the game starts, the late set starts that they're just gonna split first and just like that's I mean it's very similar to poker tournaments. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll equity swap. Right, they'll right. They'll go fifty percent yeah. each, right? And then just like whatever however it plays out, it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of equity swap that goes on. Um, and I mean, and we you just have to that. figure out the tax situation. That's yeah. that's more of the pain in the ass. We, we even see that in uh, in regular contests, right? Like I, I've done equity swaps in the past as well, and like um, it's really, really prevalent in the poker world. Like you were saying, like that that happens all the time in the poker world. Um, it doesn't happen as much in the DFS world, but I know that it, it happens, and I know that it happens at live finals and stuff like that. So there's well, not it happens before the live. I mean, there are plenty of people that. Oh, I, I've, I, I'm going to a live final. I'm going to sell 25% of myself. Yeah, 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 other yeah, exactly. Or whatever. And it could be other people that are also in the live final. Yep. Yeah. And, and that happens in poker tournaments. That happens in poker tournaments also. That that they're pl- most. I would say it, ha- it happens in most poker tournaments. That there's, you know, if I if I was a pro poker player and a you know tournament player around the world and like, oh, I have a ten thousand dollar entry fee of like. I only have like 3000 of myself, like 7,000 is right. other, like 10 other people have, but, and I also have $7,000 of like 20 other people. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a way, it's a way because, because tournament poker is just so high variance and so short, so small sample size that in order to reduce that, mm-hmm. pe- you know, players buy pieces of each other. Yep. Yep. And that's that's a foreign concept to a lot of people, and and like the I think I would feel comfortable saying the vast majority of DFS players don't even know that it's happening or don't know about it. I think that uh, nor does it affect them. I mean, no, and, and it doesn't affect them at all. And and like we should be very clear on that. This is not like a collusion thing. This is not a cheating thing. This is just this is just buying equity and somebody else's buy-in. Um, it's basically saying if you do well, I want a piece of that. Um, people know about state kings, right? Like. And that's that's kind of what we're talking about here, where you're buying a piece of somebody's action, and if they do very very well, then you know you get part of their their winnings. Right. Um, it's, it's similar, like for instance, like in soccer. Like I I'm I'm always in king of the pitch, which yeah. is the the soccer final, which is never it's not live, but it's still you know the the championship on draft yeah, yeah. That like the two situations would be it's like okay, I currently have four tickets, mm-hmm. right? Four seats. And you know the, the the equity value of them was like twenty five hundred dollars a piece, so that's ten thousand dollars in total. If I if, if James said if James if you said to me he said I'll buy I'll buy ten percent of you for a thousand bucks, and I get to pocket a thousand bucks, and then you get ten percent of of whatever I win out of those yep. four tickets. Now you're not in the king of the pitch, but let's say uh, like someone like like. Like Sycamore. You're, you're my turtle, right? Like Alex or yeah. or Sean. Like Al, Alex probably has like maybe five or six tickets or something like that. If 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 we, if we said to each other, it's like, oh, we're, we're not going to trade money. It's just, I'll, you buy 5% of me and I buy 5% of you or something like that. Or yeah. it could be lopsided. It could be, I'll give you 10% of me for 15% of you or something like that. And then and then you play. Then whatever whatever happens... You know, I, I make X amount, he makes X amount, we even it out, and there you go. It's just a nice way to reduce the variance on your on your entries. It's 
it's totally fine to do. Um, I, I, I've only done it a couple times. Um, but it, it's usually when I'm playing higher dollar stuff, playing like the, like 222 or the, the 1500 or something like that. Like I, I'm fine buying in some equity on, on a player that is also in that contest, mostly because like 2200, like the $2,200 tournament, if I buy in like, I don't know, five, 10% or something like that, I can cover a lot of the losses to rake that that is that i'm like already experiencing that way i can like play it rake free because i've already bought in on somebody else that i think is going to do well um granted they don't always win and that's where the downside is like you, you can still buy in like if you if you and alex swapped equity 10 to 10 percent to you 15 percent to him and then you both lose then it's like you know you still lose that like there's it's not like there's no downside but it helps reduce the variance I think there's a slippery slope then as far as when that turns into collusion. Because I I think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like as long as as long as you're not discussing lineups, I think it's fine. Yeah. And I'm I'm but I'm just gonna tell you that people do discuss lineups. Oh, well, yeah. I was well, I was, I was just, gonna bring up before we got into this part of the chat that like the Thunderdome, like, <laughs> there's there's talking going on there. There there's some notorious talkers that are uh, that are amongst us. But, um, but the amount, what 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 I mean by this is not it. It still has minimal effect, but it is collusion in a way where, for instance, I mean, I've admitted I've admitted this before. I this back in two thousand and seventeen. I played. Uh, it was a, a, I think I think it was a fifteen hundred entry soccer uh, Champions League contest, mm-hmm. and that was way above my bankroll back then. Uh, but I won. T- I won a. T- I won a ticket. It was you know with the qualifier type of thing, and uh, another another user that I was friends with reached out and said said I'll I've 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 a ticket. We'll we'll split. If you're uncomfortable with the, the the buying amount, just so that now now we have two end. It's a hundred, like it's a hundred person contest or something, and and he has a ticket, so it's like, but he does he, he he doesn't care. I mean he he's he's a he's a ton a way big bankroll, but he's like like why don't we just buy half of each other? I'm like okay, that's fine. But then like before the slate, he messages me and says, "Are you going to play this guy?" Like some lo- like. In soccer, especially on larger slates, mm-hmm. it's like you want you want to find like the low owned guy that could score two or three goals. Yeah, right. But you're probably going to play the rest of your lineup fairly chalky. So like he reaches out and says, uh, "Were you thinking about playing this guy?" I go, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, if you're going to play him, I'm not." Now yeah. we didn't share a line. We didn't share like the rest of the lineup. Everything else never discussed. Never nothing like that. But just the matter of fact of. Like there's gonna be this five to ten percent forward that, like, if I build my lineup with that using that as leverage, my lineup is probably gonna look like this. But if he does it, it's probably gonna look very similar. Mm-hmm. And since we're both sharing a piece of each other, probably wouldn't be wise to play the same leverage spot. Yeah, you'd find a different leverage spot. Like, technically and truthfully, that that shouldn't be allowed. I mean, it's impossible to police. But, but that's when it shouldn't be allowed. Now, if yeah. we weren't sharing, if we weren't sharing any equity with each other, then I mean, discuss all you want. You could do 
discuss all you want. Yeah. There's no financial benefit at all. It would be it would be detrimental for me to say I'm playing that guy, right? If anything, right? Because I I'd, I'd rather I want less people to play. Them. Yeah, yeah. But in that case, like getting together and build. Did I did I get to the point of like, oh, this is the exact lineup I'm playing, and then he's like, this is the exact line I'm playing. Oh, you should play this, and I should play that. No, but still, just simply asking, are, are you going to play this guy? And I go, yeah, okay. And then I'm not going to play it. Like that's that's when the that's when the collusion starts. But I, even then, I don't think it, it's not like it affects the 98 other people in the contest that much. No, and it's towing general. a line. It's it's towing a line. Like I, I think that you could. I, I understand why that is. I admit that it's wrong. Like even, like at the time. Even at the time, I was like, "Should I be telling you this since we're right. since we're technically sharing profit?" I mean, it's like the only it's 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 one of the only times I've ever even swapped equity in anything ever. Mm-hmm. And plenty of people have told me that what I did was perfectly fine. Me personally, I think it's I think you shouldn't be allowed to do that. the The only downside, the only thing is that it's impossible to police. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like I felt like I did something that was. Called sorry, and it ended up. I ended up coming in like third place, and we we split the money or whatever like that. Uh, he didn't. He came in like like seventieth place or something <laughs> outside the money. But just the fact of like you are building lineups that are that benefit from the fact that one of you knows the other person's maybe not the full lineup, but some knows more information than other competitors in the field. Yeah, I, I I would agree with most people that that probably is something that is generally okay. Uh, my, for me, the collusion comes down to, uh, in an especially small field, I, I think that collusion is hard to, uh, I think that collusion loses its benefit as the contest gets larger, obviously. Um, that there are ways where, that collusion is going to cause a lot of problems, even in large field stuff. I mean, there's been plenty of conversation about max entering with somebody else and having that collusion take place. You can cover more combos. Like that's clearly against the rules and that's bad, but typically in, in like a massive field contest, if you and your buddy have three entries each and you're playing the Millie maker, like that collusion between you two is not going to affect that much of the contest. Like you're, you are, certainly breaking the rules, but it's not really gaining that much edge. Whereas in a 50 person contest, if you and one other person are full out colluding, like that can be really, really bad. So it's, it's a touchy subject and it's something that's hard to kind of like talk, talk through. And there's certainly a lot of things where it's towing line and it, it can be, it can be hard to, hard to work through for sure. So, so when it comes to like, Equity swapping, right? For people that, that that have this is the first time I'd ever heard of it. It what would what would you consider to be allowed and not allowed? And obviously, DraftKings and FanDuel have have terms of service that define these things. So, for instance, these these are the these are the, the what I would consider the cases of of this. So let's say if you, if me and you, let's say me and you, me or your buddies, right? 
If me and you, James, played on the same account, right? So you didn't have your own account. It was just our account, right? And I played soccer and you played hockey. Yeah. On the same account. Yeah. Is is, is that, would that be okay? I think so, yeah. Okay. I, I agree with that. Like, if if me and you recruited five other people and it was seven of us, that all put in our own money and only used one account. And I played soccer and you played NHL and someone else played League of Legends. Let's say even on top of that, like, dude, you you set lineups. You know, I, I set the our 150 max lineups for NFL. Mm-hmm. You set your the, the three max lineups for NFL. Like, like it's all over the place. Like it's not just like sport by sport, but we all have different responsibilities. Yeah. We're all putting in X amount of dollars. Maybe I'm putting in 50% and you're putting in 10% and someone else is putting in 5% or whatever the, 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 the thing is, but we're only using one account. Is that collusion? I don't think so. No. Me neither. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing that you could do that is affecting everyone else in the contest. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a group of people that are using one account. Yeah. Still only one account. There's a can't collude with anyone. You're just you're all just sharing the problem. You have to deal with the tax stuff after that. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Now let's say instead of that, it's me and you. Let's say I same same situation. But now there's two accounts, right? I I've my account with my name on it. And you have your account with your name on it. I play, we, we both uh, agree to split everything. Yeah. Right. I play soccer. Yeah. You play league of legends. Yeah. I make 10 grand in soccer. You make 10 grand in league of legends. You and we split and we split, we both have separate accounts. Yeah. Right. But, Half the money that I make in my account, I'm going to be giving to you. And half the money that you make in your account is going to be giving to you. But we play different sports. We play different contests. We're, we're never in the same thing. That's perfectly fine also, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now, let, let, now let's say we have, two, we have two different accounts, right? And same, same exact thing. That this, this is where we start. We start get building in. Yeah. Same exact thing, but uh, you register your account registers for soccer contests, like in the head-to-head lobby. Yep. And my account registers for head-to-heads in the League of Legends lobby. Uh huh. But I'm the one that gives you the lineup to put for soccer, and you give me the League of Legends lineup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's okay? We're getting close. Uh, I still think that that's okay because I, there's a caveat. I still think that's okay so long as both of us are under the million dollars in play threshold and we can both still play against the same competition. Okay. Barely. We're getting really Barely. close though. But the, the, really the, close. for people that don't know the difference is, is that like if I – if I went into the soccer lobby and saw some rando that I've never seen, even it could be someone that I know that I know doesn't play soccer often. 
I'm going to want to play against them. I don't have them blocked. Right. Right. And right. They don't have so, like, me blocked. Right. Like, right. So, picture me in the soccer lobby. Tons of people block me in the soccer lobby. Right. Now, imagine James shows up and starts picking off people's 215s and five, five, five $500 head to heads. And it's like, well, I don't mind playing against James. James doesn't play soccer much. It's yeah. like, okay. No, 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 no. He's getting Jordan's lineup. Yeah. Right. Like, like it's, it's going to be my lineup. So, that's now. If, it, if this was like GPPs or anything like that, I don't, I don't think it matters. No. But specifically, if you're doing it to get around being blocked from cash games, I think I think there's, I think there's something wrong with that. Now, it's is it possible? At least no. Because technically, you're not doing anything wrong. Right. Like from a dra- from DraftKings perspective, you're not doing it like you're posting whatever and you're playing whatever lineup. You could say... Well, he's just getting his lineup from this other person. It's like, so you're allowed to talk like in the community guidelines and in terms of service, me and you can talk about lineups all we want. Oh, yeah. So if you came to me and said before a soccer slate and said, yeah, I want to play X, Y, and Z. And I go, nah, you should play X, Y, and A, B, and C. And you go, okay. Like that's, that's, that's allowed. But the purpose of what I would, just said with the head-to-head lobby, the purpose is to circumvent head-to-head blocking. Right. To get, it's to get into softer competition or to get against competition that uh, you you are barred from. So, yeah, as soon as you start circumventing that stuff, it gets real close. Or or let's um, say, or and for GPP, let's say, James, you have not hit the restricted threshold. Right. That was what I was just about to say. Right, and I have GPPs. Then right, and I say, I say to you, that. James. I said, James, I know you don't you you don't play. You, I know you don't play MMA, but can you? I'm going to send you a CSV, and you play the quarter arcade and the one dollar, whatever, like mm-hmm. that. And you just you give me the money from that. I mean, like, yep, like it's James. It's, it's you're playing, but yep, I'm I'm the one using your account to super to circumvent that. Yep. The the lower dollar type of thing. Is that is that is that, I don't consider that multi-account because I'm never taking a, a see the thing is is that I'm never logging into your account. Do you think that it changes if if you log into people's accounts? I I, I for the purpose of this, I do not think that it ma- I don't think that it changes the morality and the and the like the the community guideline breaking if you are logging in or not i think even if you just send it to me or if you log into the account i don't think that it matters that much because it's accomplishing the same thing that said but from draft but from DraftKings perspective DraftKings it would matter to them more. it absolutely matters to DraftKings. right and like Dra- DraftKings is not going to police me sending you a csv file to upload on your account Right, but if it's if if they see that I'm logging into your account and then logging back into my account and logging into your account, right. that's that's how that's how they'll catch it. Even, dude, it could be the th- it could be there are reasons to log into someone else's account for the sake of helping. So- like, like, dude, what happens if uh, uh y- your your phone is dead or something like that or yeah. or, or like you 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 uh you met? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a situation where. Where you're not able to even get into your account. No, yeah, really, really easy, right? Like your phone is dead and you and your internet is down at your house. 
Right. Like there, there's a storm or something like that. Knocks out internet everywhere. You don't have access. You can't upload a CSV. I reach out to you somehow. I don't know how. Somehow, right. With the smoke signal. Or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send you a carrier pigeon saying, hey, here's my CSV. I wrote it down on this piece of paper. Can you, <laughs> you load it into <laughs> my account? Uh, but yeah, well, it, could, I, it could be, it could be the type of thing you're at. You're not in a legal state. Let's yeah. Say you're on that, vacation. That's a better one. Yeah. That's right. Cause one. look at what may happen to me. I may have to drive to the California border when I'm in Las Vegas, uh, in, in May for the, for the, the king of the pitch. Like what happens if I, if, if I told you James, I said, can, can you wake up early on, on Sunday morning? I can't. I'm not able to enter contests because I'm in Nevada. I'm not able to edit my line. I'm not able to do anything. I have four king of the pitch lineups. James, log into my, here's my password. Log into my, log into my account from, from Tennessee and enter my lineups. And then I would say, yeah, give me 20% equity. And I'll do it for you. No, but the point is, is that I'm not even sure if DraftKings will even allow you to do no, that. No, 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 no. They wouldn't. They absolutely wouldn't. And they, would, they would say, "Why you? What? This is a weird login and yeah. something like that." But if they would allow you to do it, to me, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be collusion. No, I don't think that's collusion. Right, but let but let's say, but let's say we were both. Let's say I was using your account to play soccer, also on top of my account. Yeah, then that is that is collusion. That's multi-accounting. Because the caveat from before is that I never played soccer and you never played League of Legends. Or no, no, I never played League of Legends, but you never played soccer, but we played them on each other's accounts. Right. Or I said it backwards, whatever, you get the point. But right. it was right. the fact that we don't play the sport that we are telling the other person to play. As soon as you start playing that sport, then you have the issues. Then you start running right. into towing that line. Right, it's the same, but I mean, to move further on it, let, let's say... We both split money, right? Yep. We both have an agreement that we're basically sharing equity in everything that we do. And then we play the Millie Maker, and I play 150 lineups, and you play 150 lineups. And instead of it being 150 lineups, it's just 300. Li like, I build 300 lineups and say, here's the 150 that you upload, and here's the 150 that I upload. I mean, yeah, is your last name Tolbert? Right. <laughs> Like that's that's clearly that is clearly multi-accounting. That's clearly against the, the terms of service. It but I have a question. I have a question for it you. It doesn't benefit you that the thing is, is that in a large field contest like that, all you're doing is pretty much circumventing entry limits, right? And multi-accounting, and but it's like the EV of everyone else's lineup doesn't like dramatically another 150 lineups compared mm -hmm. to the 250 thousand that are in there aren't affecting it that much that being against the rules is certainly like that's clearly against the rules but is it collusion is it collusion because the the way that i look at collusion is by gaining an edge by well, gaining an edge by by being able to enter 300 lineups right you're gaining an edge by circumventing the the entry, entry limits. limits but if i have no input and you just use my account to put in 300 that's not collusion that's just the entry limit thing right so technically is you're you're allowing me to to gain an unfair advantage okay sure yeah yeah now yeah. I, now understand that if i'm a horrible player it's actually a benefit to everyone else if i put right. in 300 bad lineups i mean like right. like that's that's the it's not it's 
circumventing the entry limits is not is not bad if bad players want to do that. Right. But it's when good players do it, meaning they're putting in an additional 150 plus EV lineups that wouldn't have normally been there would have been less EV lineups. In yeah. the grand scheme of things, that type of coll- see when people talk about that type of collusion, that's the one that that's the stuff I I I care the least about. Right. Yeah, that one because it's so hard to MME anyway. Like, probably doesn't matter all that much. Right. To me, it doesn't affect me all that much at all. So let fine play fine if that if that's the case. It's more the small the the smaller the fields, more in the cash lab, the three man lobby, those types of that yeah. type of collusion is way more. Is way play, playing in three mans if if two people. Enter three mans, and it's to, waiting for a, a sucker to come in, and then purposely, you know, differentiate their lineups so they try to dupe the third person. Like, to me, that that that's the worst form of collusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one that gains you the most edge, and is one that absolutely should be uh, punished harshly. And uh, we have seen it not be punished as harshly as it should be in the past, but uh, absolutely something that that hurts the ecosystem very, very badly. That's what I was saying earlier. The, the, the colluding in smaller fields, the smaller the field, the harsher the collusion is going to hurt you, the bigger edge you can gain based on collusion. And the key to all of this is if the two, if two parties or two or more parties are financially benefiting they're 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 playing from one bankroll. I think the the main difference between, like, if me and you were in the live final and said, "Oh, we're going to spend ten percent of each other," like that in and of itself is fine. Yep. It's doing that and then, or the opposite of we're not splitting nothing with each other, and you just come to me and say, "Uh, yeah, in the live final, I'm not I'm not playing the Yankee stack." And then I go, oh, you're not playing the Yankee stack? Then maybe I'll play the Yankee stack. Like, but there's yeah. no financial benefit. Like, there's no, like, it's not like, like, you gain nothing from telling me. And I gain nothing. I mean, like, dude, that, I mean, dude, that, what do you think the entire DFS community is? I mean, you right. go, like, dude, I go on shows at, you know, an hour before lock and say, yeah, I'm thinking about doing X, Y, and Z. I'm probably going to do more. I'm probably playing this pitcher. I'm probably locking in this guy because he's underpriced. Like, I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing. Just like, but it's not like I'm sharing money with anyone else or anything like that. It actually, it actually hurts me to say, I should be telling you, right? If anything, I'm actually giving up more. So just the fact that me and you talked about lineups, right? Right before lock, I'm like, James, what, 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 what stack are you playing in MLB? You're like, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm playing a tiger stack with this, whatever. It's like, okay, I'm going to play this with that, whatever. Like, if we're not sharing money, like I don't think it matters at all. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. And even if and then once you say, well, what happens if you're splitting 10% of each other? I don't think it matters all that much. It matters more. Depends on the contest. But right, but not all that much. But I think once it gets down to uh late swapping, where you know we're trying to beat the first place guy, and you're like, Switch out, you switch out this guy and I switch out that guy. So he gives us, gives yeah. ourselves a better shot at first place. Like that communication alongside the equity swap. That's where we start going over the line. If, it, if there was no equity swap, then what, 
I mean, why, why I wouldn't want you to come in first either, right? Like I'm not going to make anything. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be communicating that type of thing. Hey, you want, you want to help one of us win, right? (laughs) I block this guy, you block that guy. And with whoever wins, wins. And whoever doesn't comes in like 12th place. Right. Like if there's no financial benefit, why the hell would anyone do that? Right. So like, feel free to go and talk about it amongst yourselves. Uh, the, the issue with all this is that the, the equity swapping is all behind the scenes. And it's like, how, how do you, how do you police that? How, how do, like, there's like, that's the, that's the prove it type of thing of like, Oh, here are two people playing two accounts playing out of the same bankroll mm-hmm. in the same contests type of thing. Yeah. And let me tell you, it does happen. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, but it it does happen. But I don't think I would say in most scenarios it doesn't happen with any uh, type of lineup collusion type of mentality. Just just two people that split money. Yep, they play as as they play, and then whatever whatever it is, it is right that type of thing. But it's just like where's the line? Well, it's funny because the- we we just went through all these different scenarios, right? And we went through a whole bunch of scenarios that were like. No, that's fine. That's okay. And then we went through a couple scenarios where it's like, yeah, you're getting you're getting closer to that's not okay. And then all of a sudden we both just agree, like, yeah, you can't do that. So like there are very clear instances where you absolutely cannot do that, and it's absolutely wrong and it's cheating and it gives you an unfair advantage over other people. But where you end up finding that spot. And where it actually turns into being bad, I just think that it's such a soft spectrum that there there are very clear times where it's okay. Like 15% of things over here are very clearly okay. And then 15% of things over here are very clearly not okay. And then there's 70% of things in the middle that it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> like it's it's somewhere in between okay and not okay and the the distinction of it is probably based on a whole bunch of other varying factors that are that are really hard to pull together i mean here here's the DraftKings community guidelines page like acceptable behaviors unacceptable behaviors right acceptable behaviors like discussing strategy around building lineup statistics and the quality of your picks publicly or privately so example a is having a group chat with other friends to discuss players you think will be great plays in the that day's contests. Or, or you work closely with a friend on building the perfect lineup together. Unacceptable would be team-building complementary lineups which serve to work together and executing a strategy that may create any unfair advantage over individual play. Such as example A, you and two of your friends coordinate the makeup of the lineups you build and coordinate which contests you enter using them. Right? So that's like the, th- that's the three-man type of situation example b you and a group of friends collaborate in nfl contests to each draft different quarterbacks and wide receivers to guarantee you aren't competing as directly with each other uh, that's very similar to the example that we gave before right so that would be an unacceptable that's why i say it's unacceptable we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Right? Acceptable behaviors is like seeking out help from third parties. Right. Entering the maximum number of entries and contests and having a third party, regardless of their relationship, put in additional entries to you. So anything that circumvents entry limits, you know, but DraftKings does, says that's not okay. I think that's the least form of, I think that's the least, that's the thing that people focus, it seems like focus on the most, that actually is the least concern, uh, the least I care about. Right, yeah. When it comes to how it affects my EV. But then we have this, a great, okay, so acceptable behavior would be agreeing with friends or other fantasy sports players to occasionally share winnings, provided that you're not pooling entry fees in a contest you are both playing in. So, example, you and three of your friends each put five teams in a big contest and agree that any of you win, you will give the other three 10% of what you win. Then unacceptable is having another fantasy sports player enter your lineup in a contest against an opponent that has blocked you from a competition. You play in a head-to-head contest with another user and no longer lets you join the games, so you instruct your friend to play against them and give them the lineup to lose. And I think with this first one, agreeing with friends... Uh, or other fantasy sports players to occasionally share winnings. This this caveat of providing that you are not pooling entry fees. That's an interesting one. So that I think it's more the fact because I mean, like, what you are, you technically are pooling entry fees. If, you, if everyone puts in a twenty five dollar lineup into the twenty dollar lineup in the millie, right, and says that well, ten percent who had you know. 10% if someone wins, I mean, like something like that. Like what, what's wrong with that? I think it's more of if you do that and also circumvent the entry limit. I would see a little open interpretation. Right. Cause I see what, what's, what's wrong. If me and, and, and three of my friends put in 20, put in, put four of my friends, five of my friends, right. Me and five of my friends. So the six people total. We each put in 25 entries into the Millie Maker, right? And we don't discuss, you play this quarterback and I play this quarterback and you play that. We don't discuss nothing. We literally discuss nothing. We just said, we're all going to put in 25 entries into the Millie Maker and we're going to split between the six of us, whatever the whatever the green number is at the end between all six accounts, that's what we split. You know, okay, so interestingly like what, what's, enough. What's, what's wrong with that? 
Yeah, interestingly here, I think it was 2019, maybe. Might have been 2018. Uh, There was a group of dudes who all went together on entering qualifiers for the NFL Live Final and all just played... I think I, I think each one of them had a specific team that they were playing every single week. One guy was like the Saints guy, one guy was the Falcons guy, one guy like it was like four or five dudes that did this every single week. And they were always in the same qualifiers together, and they were always playing their own team, and they were pooling their entry fees. So wouldn't that go directly against this? They were not colluding in terms No, no, but of, they are no, no, no. They are Team building complementary liners that serve to work together and executing a strategy that may create any unfair advantage over individual play. Well, no, because they didn't talk to each other about the lineups they were building. It was just very clear that each one of them wanted to play a specific team. So they're not. But, but did they decide that before the season? I think so, because there was like an article about it. And one guy did. Okay, well, then, the then technically they're building complementary lineups that serve to work together and executing a strategy that may create unfair advantage over individuals. Because there were like, there was like an article written about it, I think by DraftKings, that these guys did this and pulled this off and made it to a live final. And the guy who, who was stacking the Saints every week. Ended up making yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, it goes along with example B. You and a group of friends collaborate in NFL contests to each draft different quarterbacks and wide receivers to guarantee you aren't competing as directly with each other. I mean, right. So my my point is that should never have been allowed. Right. That's technically I I would think that that goes against this 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 guideline. I I would also think that it would go against that guideline because they were because they were pooling money together. What if they weren't pulling money together? I that, think if they see, that's were, the thing is, like, if they're not pulling money together, then who cares? Right, that's what I'm saying. Fifteen percent so, right, so like, over like, here. Right, right. So even if they weren't pulling money, then they shouldn't be allowed to do it anyway. So right. either the action is collusory, or the action isn't, regardless of whether or not they're pulling money or not. Yeah, I I think that it was probably. I mean, not I think it's okay. dumb to do. I think I'd rather someone. I'd rather a group of five people do that than not. So I. I yeah, well, I think yeah, it's a bad way of doing it, especially if they're going into like the twenty-person qualifiers, and there's like five dudes. They're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna stack this team every week." I'm like, "Yeah, please let me into that qualifier now, like with whatever money it costs." I'm happy to do that. So, do you think? Do you think the line? Do, do, do you think the line matters when it comes to whether or not you're sharing money? Because that's the hard. I mentioned this before. It's the hardest thing you can't. Pr- it's hard. You can't prove that. Right. Yeah. You can't prove right? it. Like that's I, the thing. Is like, oh well, you're you're pooling entry fees. Well, how how the hell would you know? How would anyone know? I think, man, it's it's also because like some sites, some industry sites will run a pooled together lineup with their community. That, no, no, that's not a pool of entries. It's still only one account. Yeah, but it's one It's one account, and it's, like, a whole bunch of people who, like, no, no, it is a pool. that I've seen pools done. I've seen people pool together money and enter. This was a while ago, but, like, I, I've seen it happen. But it's only one account, so I, it does to me. Once, you, once you, you're talking about one account, I think it nothing matters anymore. You think that's totally – okay, so th- that's, that's like just if a you're If you're playing on one account, I don't care what – 
Sure. How could okay, you, be, okay. how could I, you I, collude I, against not against one? Like if, if I've got on, if we got on this stream right now, right? Right now, we got Defic here. We got Matt Mears here. We got people in here. Yeah. And I say, hey, everyone PayPal me X amount of dollars. And let's put together an NBA lineup that doesn't matter right now for tonight's slate. And then we all share the proceeds. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, no. That's, that's right. How there. does that's that affect ex- anyone else in the contest? It's only one lineup. Who cares? That's example B of discussing strategy and building lineups. You work closely with a friend or friends on building right. a perfect but lineup. But we're pooling all of our money together. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we're, we're pooling all of our money together, for, but we're still only using one account. It would be different if we had two accounts. Right. It would be different if, if let's say, all the people in chat right now, I said, let's let's build three. Let's build six. Let's build however many people we are. We're 10 people here. We're 30 people here. And we say, everyone send me, you know, 10 bucks or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Just put on the side. And then we'll all enter. What? Let's come up with 30 lineups to enter. Right. I put in lineup one. You put up lineup two. This guy puts in lineup three. Defic puts in lineup four. Matt Mears puts in lineup four. Like, and then we just decide that out of the thirty lineups, we're splitting. We're splitting all the money. I personally that that doesn't affect anyone else either. But that's as long as we're not circumventing entry limits. What does it matter? But that's for sure a collusion. Yeah, but that's for you're right. Yeah. No, I, I think, okay, so here's here's the moral of the story. But from an that, EV standpoint, but you understand from an EV standpoint, uh, everyone else's lineups in the contest. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting like, to. Like, don't change. Like, dude, I can enter the 30 lineups myself. So, like, what's the difference between me entering those exact same 30 lineups and the yep. 30 of us entering it individually and then splitting the money? I mean, it's, it's the same. No, so, it, it's either you. I get all the money or I split it 30 ways with other, I mean, but... To the outside, to the other five thousand whatever con- lineups in the contest, it doesn't. How does their expected value change at all? It doesn't. I could just it enter does. the thirty line as long as I'm not, I'm not circumventing the entry limit. Like these are lineups I can put in myself anyway. So right. does it matter that I'm splitting the money with other people? I'm with you. I the the moral of this story is uh, that most concerns on whether collusion is hurting you are a little bit overblown, yeah. or a lot of bit overblown. Depending on in, the contest in, in, that you're in large in, field GPPs, I was going to say, depending on the contest that you're in, the collusion in smaller field, five man, three man, ten man, that kind of stuff, that will hurt you. Uh, but any level of collusion outside of like some real extremes, we're talking like a syndicate of like twenty people maxing a contest, at, like outside of those extremes. But even then, anyone, anyone that does that is probably a horror. I mean, <laughs> they're probably not good. No, they're probably not good. I don't know why and, and we get probably to that. wouldn't even hurt you all that much anyway, because like your EV is maybe better because you have twenty people who are doing this, right? Right. So I think that most concerns of collusion are likely overblown. There are certainly instances where it is bad, but the the fact that Blender and I just sat here and looked through the rules and like <laughs> talked about thirty percent of the time it is a yes or a no 70 percent of the time it's a who the hell knows and most of the 15 percent of the time where it's bad it doesn't even matter that much that's not the reason why you're losing contests right like that's not the reason why people are are hundreds of thousands of dollars 
positive ROI every single year. And that's not the reason why Petty is still good at NBA is because he colludes. God, he's so good, dude. I want to be like him when I grow up. How old is Petty? Travis, I think, is early 30s. Oh, man. I don't have much time to get as good as he does. I think so. Something like that. If I could be as good as he is at 35, I'd be so happy. He has, but the thing is that that he has to do like he has to do that good at NBA because he really doesn't play much of anything else. No, he doesn't. Um, and and that's I I think that that is actually a very smart thing that he does. Uh, I I respect people who play only one sport really really well. I respect that a lot. Um, you know, it's it's kind of the same way that you approach DFS, where you're like, I know what I can do, I know what I can make, and I know what I need to aim for every single year. You're very clear in the way that you go about your your DFS play and and your strategy and the way that you decide to go go out and make your money. I think that I have the same respect for guys like Petty Theft and guys like even Adam Levitan, who only plays NFL. Like the dude doesn't touch other sports. Um, and just goes all in on that kind of stuff. I, I respect that a lot. So I, I think that more people should do that. Even like, especially if if you are not a very good DFS player and you are trying to play every sport as a not very good DFS player, you should stop doing that. And you should play like one sport until you're a, at least a good DFS player and then start trying to branch out and learn other sports because in the same way that it takes a lot of practice to be good at playing trumpet, just because you're good at trumpet doesn't mean that you can play the bassoon, right? Like just because you can play guitar doesn't mean that you can play drums. You should learn each one individually because they each have their different caveats. And yeah, it's all the same game of, of like beating other people and, and use, utilizing game theory and leverage. But where that comes through is very different based on the other sports. Look at me. Most, I mean, most people don't realize now, that you know, I played soccer exclusively for like a year and a half. Yeah, before anything else, I got good at that, and I'm like, okay, well, let, let me let me play baseball now. Oh, okay, I won some money in baseball. Okay, let me try basketball. Right, and you're taking the concepts and moving them across and across and across, and then seeing where where the, where where it's worth it to play. Yeah, and based on my goals, that's why you could I could. Oh, you can play NBA or not? Like to me. You either have the mindset that you're playing for profit or you're, you're playing for profit. entertainment. Yeah. Like from a mindset perspective. So people that play for profit have plans. I This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play on these days, these slates. I have these edges and they execute it. Yep. Right. People that play for entertainment wake up and go, so what's 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 out there today? What can I what can I bet on today? Right? What's on the do- oh NASCAR? Okay, let me go check a take a look at that. Like, is that part of your plan? Did do you know what you're going to be doing? Mapping out your week, mapping out your month, mapping out your year mm-hmm. of how you're allocating money across. Like, if you're not doing that, then you're just doing it for entertainment. Which, as I always say, is perfectly fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. And don't you don't have to listen to any to anything we say. Go out and it, it, like it's the same thing as as me getting on here. It's like you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't spend your money at at this restaurant. It's like because it's not a, it's not a, it's not a good restaurant. You're like, well, I like the food at that restaurant. Okay, go 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 do whatever you. I mean, it's it's your money. Go have. I'm 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 going to Las Vegas in in, in May, right? 
just like, well, I don't think that's a worthwhile trip. It's like, but I'm not going, I'm not going to make money. I'm going because it's a vacation. Yeah. And also right. like that other person is not the one going. So. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So like, it's like, oh, but no, but I enjoy playing NHL, even though I barely know what I'm doing. I'm like, then right? go it. Then go have fun. What don't. I'm assuming those types of people aren't watching the show. Typically, if you're watching this show, you actually you're actually looking to to to, to do this for a profit. Well, that, I, that think is, that, I think that I think that people if it wasn't who are watching, for a profit, you wouldn't be doing this at all. People who are watching this show are watching for usually one of two reasons: one, because they think that we're going to be reviewing this late the day before, <laughs> which we're not ever, and two, because they want to hear us solve baseball. And other genu genuinely important things like solving baseball and going really, really in depth on New Bar. Uh, those are the reasons why people actually show up to this show. Um, but I, I can't repeat all that enough. You should play for the reason why you want to play. And don't get it twisted. Like if you want to play for fun, then don't expect to make a profit. If you want to play for profit, then... Don't expect you, to have fun. I was going to say, you <laughs> might have fun, but like... Don't expect to have fun. Don't expect it because it's going to be hard, man. It's a grind. NBA really is not going to be fun no matter what you do. No, no. I mean, I there's a reason why I tell everybody, I, everybody who will listen to stop playing NBA in, in February. Because af, after, after February NBA, it doesn't matter if you're playing for profit or for fun. You're not having any fun. <laughs> like, there's no fun. Yeah, but there's a ton, there's a ton of edge. If, you, if you're doing it for profit, I get it. Uh, I think, and you're good. And if, you're good if you are good and you are playing for profit in March, then yes, I do believe that there is an edge. But if you are not willing to sit at your computer for six hours from 4 p.m. till 10 p.m. Um, and you're not good enough to be sitting there and doing that kind of stuff, then you you should not be touching NBA in March. You just shouldn't. You shouldn't be touching NBA in October. No, bro, I totally agree. I'm not gonna play next year. Like I, I, my God, just the worst sport. I mean, I did. I try. I tried for two weeks. I said, no, "This is this is this is nuts." I mean, I I'm did well. I, I mean, I, and then I said, "I'm gonna play after NFL is over." Okay, fine. I'm gonna focus on NFL and then whatever. And then NFL ended. I'm like, okay, let me play the first two to you know Janu mid January uh, NBA slates. And I'm like, nope, nope. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play some poker. Yeah. No, I mean, I I finished in the black for this NBA season. I'm really happy about that. But uh, as soon as I started playing in January, I was like, mm, no, this, this season is not fun. We're, we're, we're done with this. Let's just, let's stop that. I'm playing PGA instead. PGA is way more fun. PGA is boring. PGA. Okay. Yeah. PGA is boring. If you uh, like, because I, I don't watch it, but I do like the process of building for it. And I do like the way that my models get built up for it. And I do also like that after lock on Thursday, you just sit back. There's nothing else to do. You know, I, I got my weekly sweat. I don't need to worry about anything. Hopefully I get six out of six, except for ROM withdrawing with a stomach bug this week, you know, things like that. But I, I like PGA. I think that it's really, really uh, low intensity and um, building process is fun. No, I, I, I agree with that. I just said it, it's, it's boring. That's totally fair. I right. agree. It's boring. You have to I agree. Like it is boring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, James, I'll 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 do my rant on the sports betting stuff tomorrow on tomorrow's show. So if anyone yeah. wanted to hear a sports betting rant, that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. We we ended up talking about about we basically went through the entire. Basically, you could use this show as a what is allowed and what is not allowed when it comes to 
to, to DFS. What is collusion? What's not collusion? What could be considered collusion? What hurts you? What doesn't hurt you? And use that as a, as a reference. So uh, if people want to collude with you, they go to paydirtdfs.com, right? No, they can't. They can't come there to, to collude with me. But if you uh, if you would really like, well, some, pe- some people would consider you you your models and everything to be a form of collusion. Uh, there you. If I if I took your your NBA projections and I just put oh. it into lineup HQ, and I played that in head to heads. Technically, that, is, yeah, is yeah, collusion. Technically, yeah. If you took my my NBA projections or my baseball projections, which are coming up very soon, you should come grab a subscription. I'll have some some pricing stuff out for that soon. Uh, you could just enter it into Lineup HQ over at Roto Grinders. I'm sure that we've got a code down below uh, so that you can get some money off on that too. Then uh, you know you can have whatever I would play in head to heads for yourself. So you should get a subscription to both Paydirt and Roto Grinders today. And if you want to learn more about the expected value of lineups and why certain forms of collusion would would affect you or not affect you as much. Get the theory of daily fantasy sports. We do talk about that to some degree in uh, in the exploit section, right, of uh, the first course, theory of daily fantasy sports, theory of DFS.com. You've got the fundamentals masterclass and the advanced course with James's custom Excel tools. Pick that up. Theory of DFS.com. Give me those thummy thumbs. On your way out the door, hit the thumbs up button, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, smash it, bash it, dash it, right? We're colluding together for the to get the most likes on this video. We collude, collude for that purpose. Okay, it helps it. It helps the videos in the algorithm, right? We're going to collude against the algorithm. So hit that thumbs up button. Uh, we got plenty of content on the channel. As usual, we got baseball in 17 days, James. 17 days till opening day. Can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. I can't I'm wait. Stoked. I just, it's, it gives me something to do. Like, I, all I've been doing now is just like soccer and MMA. It's like, okay, like, what am I doing pretty much throughout the week, right? Soccer right. and MMA is pretty much Saturday only, and that's about it. Dude, get into, get into the Counter-Strike streets. But remember, I play for profit, not for fun. So I'm not going to willy-nilly. No, What's going no, on no. today? There's a lot of edge in the Counter-Strike streets, dude. Ask, ask Dave Pot. You take, he plays you all take the time. It. How about this, James? You could log into my account and play and play my account. All right. Yeah, well, <laughs> give me your login. Send, how about this? How about this? We'll open it. Send me your CSV <laughs> of the additional 150 lineups. And then if you see me in there, we could do that. Um, right? max, max entry in CSGO is like 37 entries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> is it even worth it at that point we don't, we don't have contests that day bro for 300 first place right it's like it's too every once in a while we'll get like 5k to first but most of the time it's 2k to first yeah okay well let's let's you said send me send me it over we'll we'll we'll, we'll build complimentary lineups I'll, and I'll, execute I'll, a strategy i'll sell you 55 percent equity of what <laughs> Of the steak knives. Ah. <laughs> okay. So uh, you can follow James Pater underscore DFS. Follow me on Twitter at BlenderHD. And I'll be back tomorrow. I mean, send in your questions. If you have anything about baseball, MLB specifically, but anything DFS related. Questions at theoryofdfs.com. I will be starting the, the MLB primer next. Uh, we'll talk about next Monday, I guess. Right next Monday, Tuesday, 
all of next week and the following week leading up to opening day is just going to be MLB, 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 MLB specific. But uh, so get your questions in. I want to try to cover as much as I can in the primer uh, that, that people are having, would have issues with, that have basic questions about. Then obviously past there, and we'll be talking about baseball a lot, DFS strategy in general, because I'm here answering your questions like I normally do. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.